0: football pod on otb sports and the best thing about dublin all through their great period was the fact that they had these characters that when it came to the big moments and embraced the grown shaking and crop hair the
1: football pod is available every tuesday exclusively on the otb sports app otb
2: am with gillette get into your flow with the new gillette lobs razor with exfoliating bar you know, that wasn't an All-Ireland winning performance. Probably should have won the game based on the second half performance. <laughs> is it a step too far to say it was the performance so far of the World Cup? Maybe not.
1: OTBAS
2: Performance Rankings with Gillette. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching my head The performances have just lacked that intensity. Oh, I don't know how this is going to go, Johnny. What, uh, give, give me a, a, an advanced preview. How are your, you going to perform in the performance rankings this week? Because I don't think you've actually done this bit before, have you? The performance rankings? Yeah. I think I have, yeah. There's a lot resting on your shoulders, because it's easy to screw up. A lot of people have tried this and failed it.
0: Um, I'd, I'd uh, nod to Colm, who's come up with the uh, rankings here, and I, I think it's very hard to disagree, Joe. I think we've... Um, Throwing Colm under the bus in case this is no good. Yeah, well, I think the, the, there's a very obvious place to start, Um and that's Hawkeye, isn't it?
2: The red, yeah. So that's how we start. We start with the red, and then I we go on to the amber, and then we go on to the green. And if anybody out there wants to have their viewpoint, we're on Instagram. Yeah, you're doing well so far.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I, I was at Crow Park on Saturday, and I was. Um relatively kind of well positioned to judge Shane Walsh's score and was pretty confident that it had gone over. But immediately, um, you know, after uh, the referee went to Hawkeye because, you know, you think, OK, that's fine. Um, I obviously got that wrong. I wasn't 100% sure. And you move on. Then the stream of WhatsApp messages start coming through on the phone. And what Hawkeye was wrong. It was like this was something that just it was very hard to get your head around. If Hawkeye is wrong. Can you trust anything anymore? Really? I mean, this is Hawkeye. This is not only football, but hurling, like a little slither going over the bar, and tennis, and tennis, and debating these tiny little nuances where you think the technology not only got it wrong, but got it so badly wrong, and possibly got it wrong for the glass point as well. Um, it would seem. Yeah. So it was. It was again. It was one of these incidents of where. You're not shown certain replays at a game, and I remember Rory O'Connor bringing this up before, and it was about some game in Croker, where you're sometimes you're better off being at home. And this, in this instance, you're better off being home, because we had no idea that this was going to be overturned, and goal were going to merge a point better off level, effectively, into the second half. And the PA guy at Croke Park has to give the announcement, like, oh, by the way... Um, it's actually four points apiece, not four points to three. And the place kind of went wild. And it was a psychological boost for Galway. But, I mean, for the technology itself and for the GA's relationship with it, where does it go from here? I mean, this is catastrophic, really. It was an All-Arden semi-final. Well, and, and then they didn't
2: have it for... Didn't use day. it for yesterday. And will they have it for the all Ireland Hurling final next week? I don't know. Like, it, 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 it does reduce your level of confidence in... Life. Uh, well, I'm not going that far. I'm, I'm not going that far. I'm not sure I can trust anything anymore. Like I trust much more other parts of technology. Uh, look, I don't know. I mean, we need it because the umpires tend, as a rule, umpires tend not to be great. I think we can all yeah.
0: agree on that. And uh, I think Hawkeye's been brilliant. Like, And I think it actually adds to the drama. It's so quick as well. And uh, I, I, I'm a fan of Hawkeye. And I, I've sent it for umpires. It's not always possible to know exactly whether the ball is over the bar or not. Tab of the morning to you. Flack Hawk Down
2: is the headline. Hawkeye Fiasco Fury. Former GA President Sean Kelly wants payment stopped to Hawkeye operators after the croaker fiasco. Don't pay them if the service isn't working. Somebody said, I don't know, uh, it's a significant amount of money per game. Uh, and obviously it costs a huge amount of money to set up the facility. And that's why we don't have it in every
0: ground. But, like, if it's not going to work... What happened? I mean, how did, this, how did it malfunction to the extent that, like, it was... I don't know it was so clearly wrong like it just
2: made shit up can you ever trust it again the robots are taking over and they're just Mm. making shit up it's like
0: oh no at that point no good maybe the US election was rigged I don't know
2: it was totally I mean look
0: but if, if it were, if it had been a close game, I mean, we had, we could have had this horrible situation of having to go to a replay or something like that because of Hawkeye. But it was very strange. and it was uh, like eight grand a game. I, I, eight grand a game. That, that, that's whatever. That's I don't think that's that much money to the GA. But uh, where does the technology? Can you ever trust it again? Really, people will always be questioning Hawkeye now and going to the CCCC, bringing Hawkeye into disrepute. Um, and as Paul Joyce said, maybe it is human after all. Uh, well, or not, you know. Mm. It, just, it just doesn't really make any sense. What happened? I mean, we do need a serious inquiry here. But if this had happened in the 73rd minute, Derry go celebrating possibly, you know, their first victory in a long time into another and final, or goal it's like, no, no, Hawkeye got it wrong. What do we do?
2: Well, were there loads of points in the Dublin carry game that weren't points? Like... There might have been.
0: There were definitely a couple that I thought were. Um, I think James McCarthy had one score that to me looked at least questionable, and who knows? It yeah, was a one point game. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, at the end, certainly people were thinking, hmm, his. Because it looked a bit wide, but mm, like, it's
0: and I, I'm not picking, I'm not picking sides here, but I'd say there probably were one or two. Like it's very hard for an umpire. We're, we're, it's quite, you know. I've always thought umpires are are among the most underused kind of um, officials in sport because they're they're, they're generally kind of mates of the referee or whatever, and they do the job, but they're not like they're not spotting stuff that they could necessarily. No, and sometimes but, their positioning is terrible. Sometimes um, their positioning terrible, but sometimes like when you look off. Uh, and the ball's gone over the bar, and it's pretty much gone over. And then you have the Dublin goalie like shaking the stick as well. I mean, it's not necessarily the easiest job in the world. No. All but right. Hawkeye in, in the red. We... Hawkeye's definitely in the red. Okay, what what's next? Uh, next is Derry and Dublin. Yeah. This is just to follow on from that. I mean, obviously, this is a red in a, in a kind of a we have to put something here type red because Derry and Dublin, <laughs> it's not like Dublin disgraced themselves, but Desi's, Desi's uh, you know, tenure looks what happens from here because it was it was a disappointment at the championship Derry I, I was I thought Derry you know brought football itself into at times on, on Saturday it's hard to watch a game like that um, even as a Galway fan having, having been at Coe Park for the Hurling a week before well, it's I don't know well, it, it's, I, it's I, not Derry's job to entertain you no,
2: especially you the Galway fans no like, it's not but people wouldn't if, they if, should be annoying you like, I, yeah. I, like it's not this uh, the, all the custodians of the game this is a beautiful game is being ruined by these people it's like no no no. But Derry's, they, they, Derry's job is to gouge their way to a victory in that match Derry's job is to get more than like six points in
0: 70 minutes they as did well, fail they failed at that um, so they, they did like they, they failed I don't think they had the footballers to be fair but what you have now at a football game even at an All-Ireland even at an All-Ireland semi-final is that people spend much of the actual game chatting they literally just talk, and they're like, "What's the crack? What are you going? Where are you going after the match?" Because the ball has just gone over and back, over and back. There was a score even yesterday in the game that I think Derek Canning um, extolled the score. What a score after a build-up of three minutes and, and change. I'm not sure people really want to watch that so I I think I I, I would I've often I often watch football now and I do wonder should there be like a time clock and how long you have the ball Um, and I know like that they're encouraging to kick the ball with the mark and all that but Derry the first half was obviously was horrible to watch and goalie were in Stuck I mean they'd won one point after half an hour Um, but eventually obviously I think in fairness eventually the better team won but like Derry Derry fans I think were pretty demoralised with the whole occasion from the second half onwards I think Derry were a bit like and just didn't show up, didn't
2: do what they were supposed to do, didn't do what they were capable of, and the it seemed a
0: little bit like the occasion got to them. Um, Possibly, um, I think I'm, their game plan was good for the first sort of half hour, um, and I, I, there was a lot of uh, shaden Freud in the um, audience when the policy of bringing the goalkeeper out went, you know, against them so badly in second half. Yeah,
2: spectacularly so. Um, what a finish by by Comer. Um, and so you must be feeling pretty confident about victory over Kerry in the final. I think the odds are crazy. Like
0: I think we're four point the four point spread the bookmakers have given. I think we're hundred and thirty outsiders. I don't see it as that. I, I've I've i uh, I've been very impressed with Galway. Kerry, I think Kerry sort of fell apart a bit in the second half yesterday. Let's let's remember they were five points up, missed a penalty, but they were kind of out on their feet in the second half. It was a hot day at Croker. What are they, five individual scorers? Galway, like, neither Finerty nor Walsh scored from play on Saturday and will both play better in the final. Um, I'm very, very confident Galway will give them a good, good game, a very good game, actually. All right, and will the Galway fans travel in numbers? Well, it's it not yeah. A, I mean, not a huge football county. I, well, like it's 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 a sign of how much of a basket case Dublin is at the moment. That it said like they couldn't. They were nowhere near filling the ground yesterday for Dublin and Kerry. The,
2: yeah, they weren't. Uh, I don't think. Oh, I think the Dubs showed up in massive numbers. Like I think a lot of Dublin fans realised that that was a, an All Ireland final for them, and uh, I, you know the hill was full. Uh, I don't think there were that many Kerry people at the game yesterday
0: mm, they seem to make a good bit of noise but I, I would implore people who have friends from Kerry or Galway coming up potentially for the final to offer them a bed because Dublin is insane at the moment and people, some people just cannot afford it which is a bit sad for an Ireland final Johnny has many beds and he's just offered them to any of the Galway uh,
2: people coming up I presume you're not putting any Kerry people up Oh absolutely yeah. Owen Sheehan
0: at, right at right. a gig with him Friday night we're, we're all, we all knew this was going to happen and we, I did call last week and said It said it's going to be a goal with Kerry final there you go alright so uh, we'll talk more about Dublin being in the red uh,
2: with Anthony Miles in about 25 minutes time but uh, for now we're moving on to the amber this is where the buoy comes in morning guys Colin well, how well. are you
1: I was waiting for the Johnny introduction there but
2: yeah you got <laughs> it, you got it.
1: You got it. <laughs> Well while this is happening The Dublin Kerry fun was happening It was actually such Poor timing From a sporting context As so that we went to a tie break And the fourth set Was injury time In Dublin Kerry right. And I saw Dublin equalise And I was like Okay I'm going to play my cards here That's going to go to extra time I can comfortably watch the tie break here Watch the tie break Djokovic won his 21st Grand Slam Flicked back over And Kerry were going mad celebrating
0: huh? Could you not have pressed Like
1: huh? record on one of them And then No because then if you press record It records the whole thing yeah, and then the but TV you can take it at the that. start
0: of the recording which would have been when it was level in the carry oh God,
1: It's not the same, I mean if you miss a live you've just missed it with a moment like that and also I knew I had the highlights to fall back on, mm. I just couldn't believe I missed that moment live and then to watch it back what I actually missed, but the tennis was worth it for me miss- because it was exceptional. I'll give you one stat lads I'm going to take you back to the Australian Open in 2010 when Roger Federer beat Andy Murray and when he did that he had 16 grand slams and on the same day Djokovic had won and for the first time ever, Djokovic is gonna head in Federer. Wow. In the Grand Slam race, he has twenty one Grand Slams to Federer's twenty. Nadal is ahead with twenty two. And of course the fascinating element of this, if it wasn't already interesting, is that Djokovic probably won't play a Grand Slam again until the French Open next year because, because at the time situation. of speaking, he won't be allowed to play at the US yeah. Open because of the vaccination stance and he's technically deported from Australia for the next three years, <laughs> unless they change their tune there. So it could be the French Open next year again before Djokovic plays. But he's one behind Federer now in the all time record for Wimbledon titles. He's leveled. Pete Sampras on seven. It's four in a row for Djokovic. But it was a really good game. Two anti-heroes, kind of. Yeah, it was like the biggest anti-establishment win of the finals <laughs> since Goran Ivan against Pat Rafter in 2001. And Ivan Isovic, of course, is Djokovic's coach now. But I thought curiosity did extremely well. I was speaking to our resident tennis fan here from America, Owen, who thought the same too, was that he really put it up to Djokovic in the first set. And I was thinking to myself... If, jo- if Kyrgios could play like this with the focus and attitude that he has in this first set, he'd be the best player in the world. Can't touch him. His serving is exceptional. He was serving 81% in the first serve. Djokovic couldn't handle him. But it's not just that. When the ball was in play, he was able to, to hang with Djokovic. Basically. He was able to rally with him, no problem. The backhand is exceptional from Kyrgios. He hits loads of forehand winners. But what happened was Djokovic lost that first set 6-4. Didn't bother him did not bother him he's, so he's won dropped loads of sets loads of sets he's dropped, the last three matches he's dropped the first set but in his last four slam finals he lost, lost the first set and he's won and I think in he's won 12 of the last 14 matches at Grand Slams where he's lost the first set so if it's not already that difficult and intimidating enough to play Djokovic imagine the feeling of giving it your all playing your best tennis in the first set winning that first set and ultimately realising that the match has started now yeah. because Djokovic he doesn't, doesn't care that he's lost that and Kirill said it in his press conference afterwards that he was asked like what's the difference with Djokovic you know and he was like well it's not so much his game he's like Federer used to embarrass you he'd make you feel bad Djokovic allows you to hang with him so, so does Nadal but he said what Djokovic has is composure you can't rattle him you, you, you can go two sets up against Djokovic which Stefano Sissipas did in the 2021 French Open final and Djokovic won the next three sets comfortably you cannot do it the only guy he was able to do it to him was Daniel Medvedev in last year's US Open final where he won 4-4-4 four, four and four, when Djokovic was going for the calendar slam he was the only guy who could do it to him and Djokovic that night admitted that the pressure got to him but against Kyrgios, he just hung with him from the second set onwards but there was a crucial point lad, that 1-all 30-all on Djokovic's serve at the start of the second set there was a long rally. Had Kyrgios won that, he would have set up break point and then he could have potentially gone two sets up. But Djokovic held in that game and then broke him to love in the next game. And as soon as that happened, you're like, bear in mind, running halfway through the second set, Kyrgios is a set up and the feeling was it's Djokovic has won this match. Yeah, it's mad. That's how crazy it is. And then the real defining point was uh, four all in the third set, one set all, Kyrgios is 40 love up on his own serve. And loses the next six points. And that's when he starts turning on his box. And I mean properly turning on them. Mm. Up to the point where the last point of the game, he's still shaking his head at the box. Because I would have thought, well, at the end of your tournament now, you can put all that aside and be like, thank you so much, box, for this great support for the last two weeks. But he actually didn't reference them in the the, on-court post-match interview. You know, he he talked about them, but he didn't congratulate them or thank them for all their support. But I'm sure they're they're a very tight-knit bunch. There's no coaches there. They're all friends. Girlfriend there as well.
0: It's it's good to like Van Art in the cycling um, is kind of making up the rules as he's going along in this tour, and it's brilliant to watch. Even though he's not likely to win it, he's doing stuff that just looks mad, and it's great to have that element of just like. Quirks of the human being involved, like because it makes it interesting. Like, yeah, well, and, it, and human frailties as well. In his case, definitely. And I think, uh, look, tennis needs like to get the
1: casual observer more interested. It can be a pretty alienating sport. It can be dull to watch if you're not invested in the players. Like you really have to get invested in the personalities.
0: What like, about the Russian winner though, who's abandoned oh, Russia yeah. for Khaz- for yeah, Kazakhstan? Yeah, like, this well, I is mean, like look.
1: Born and raised in Moscow, switched to Kazakhstan in 2018 because Kazakhstan backed her career financially. That's why she went. It was for those reasons. And she was asked about that afterwards and she did quite well. She was kind of like, you know what you want me to say? like. Mm. You know, but it wasn't anything political on her part. She did this, you know, before the war started. This was a purely private, professional decision to further her career because the the Russian Federation weren't backing her as a tennis player and Kazakhstan were and that was the decision made I think uh, Bublek did the same thing on the men's side so it was a remarkable statistic to read because the hoopla before this year's Wimbledon was no Russians or better Russians allowed so you have in that case the world number one Daniel Medvedev was sitting on his couch yesterday watching the Wimbledon final because he wasn't
2: allowed to play and yet the women's winner was born and raised in Moscow that's tough yeah yeah we should mention Nick Kyrgios has uh, an outstanding issue in yes. Australia where he has been accused of assaulting an ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, last December. Yeah, this is like this is important that yes. this, this gets mentioned now every time he comes up because we would do the same with uh, any of the other yep. people. And like, um, you know, well, everybody is entitled to the presumption of innocence until mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, but
1: yeah, so. he's due in court in Canberra on the second of August and depending on the result of that you know he might not play the US open you know they might take away his passport as part of the bail terms yeah. but we don't know like this pure speculation at this point point as you say he's currently innocent he's you know defended himself legally uh, so we'll see how that goes but yeah that is it's very important to note that because it is easy to get carried away in the totally. entertainment value yeah. but this this is an ongoing story that broke last tuesday i think in the middle of wimbledon and so it really is important to, to mention that as well, especially people who might not know about it. Like that, there is a court case coming up
2: in his native Canberra on the 2nd of August. The uh, English tabloids are having a, a great time because um, some of the royals and one of the kids, I don't know any of the names. Yeah, George, you, you know the know names. names. You know the you, names. You That's very actually. curious of you to he not was, know the names. I think you know was the names. Sworn, swear to the throne. This is it here. There he is, yeah. For people who can see. Uh, the new nasty Nick. Nasty Nick turns air blue during Wimbo final air H-E-I-R you know um, it was like 35 degrees plus
1: and they made the poor young fellow wear a suit I mean look do you know what I mean Uh, there was a great point where Kyrgios was lambasting his own box using every swear word he could and then you could see in the background (laughs) (laughs) he's
2: going to take that away like that kid he's going to remember that he was fine 4 grand Uh, He shouted up towards his girlfriend and sister, complaining about their apparent lack of support and saying, do you effing care at all? Yeah. I mean, like...
1: Uh, Yeah, and at that point, you could see the William
0: and the family behind. It it was 25 degrees in Ireland yesterday, and it it felt, like, really warm. And I was like, it's 35 degrees in Wimbledon. Like, I was struggling to sleep last night in 25 degrees. It was like, how are they dealing with this in Spain? It wasn't
1: a bother to the two lads, but to Mm. the spectators, it would have been, like,
2: baking in the sun for three hours. Mm. Uh, And then he also got got a fan kicked out. No, he tried to get a fan kicked out.
0: Was that the I don't one? Know if she was the one who was sledging, and he yeah, temporarily kicked had out. a pop at her. Yeah, so he, right. said oh, he was
1: talking. She was talking to him between points, and then he said to the umpire, "Like, like she had uh, hundred beers, like seven hundred beers, bro." And uh, <laughs> then it turned out one of the journalists did the research, and in the post-match press conference, said it was like she actually only had two drinks, and she <laughs> was supporting you.
2: And then he was like, "So what?" She was talking to me during the points. <laughs> uh, Polish lawyer Ania Palos, thirty-two. Uh, I had one Pims and one Rose. It's the temperature for me. I had no hat. I'm really sorry. He always says the crowd is against him. I wanted to show we were for him. I wanted to encourage him. And uh, Curiosity the Umpire. Why is she still here? She's drunk out of her mind and speaking to me in the middle of a game. He's, he's like, you know, I mean, come on. There was a protester as well who was removed, actually. And what was he uh, or she protesting against?
1: I, I don't know what the protest was because I think it was actually dealt with so quickly. That the protester didn't get to send a message, which would be a disappointment for the protester. Afterwards, he was asked about that curiosity. It's like, did it distract you? And he said, Ah, oh, I noticed it. I said, but it didn't distract me. It's a key difference. Probably one of them just stop oil lunatics. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they were protesting. Right. That's so Wimbledon in the. It was a, it was a it was a good Wimbledon though. I have to say, I think uh, I think people enjoyed it. I think the highlight for me was actually the Kyria Sitsa match, which was just great fun last Saturday night. That was amazing. Yeah. But on the women's side too, it was a really it was a really good final. And the was a set up, should have won that. But uh, Rebecca is a kind of worthy winner, and unfortunately, the only thing she has to do with now is, is the whole where she's from thing. But she was actually brilliant oh, and a deserving yeah. and a deserving winner. Like
2: and really happy to have won too. It seemed. She didn't celebrate. There was no like. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. And,
1: uh, that's the uh, yeah. Well, Tom that's Tom tra- Tom. that's throwing on her a lot. But like that's that's ridiculous to throw that at her. Like We're people,
2: policing her celebrations. People re uh, people yeah.
1: react differently. To things do. In life. Do. Like People are different. You know, like some people don't go mental. Jackman didn't actually go that crazy yesterday. But no, she won and she like reacted like th- you win a first round match at Wimbledon. But uh, I, people react. People are
2: different. Like they are. Yeah. People G- you know? are different. So is Hawkeye. No actually. rhythm. Yeah. Right. Um, that was that, it alright what's in our green that's you so we're, we're only yes yellow here aren't no you? We're, that was Wimbledon we just did it we're in green come on
0: so is you're, you're, this? You're, I can't you're, I'm, I'm you're having colour problems here. here Galway and Kerry yay what's, sorry, what's after that then what's the Irish rugby the, the colour code looked green to me there, it is green it's a, it's a traffic light system it goes red amber green that's oh, it Galway and Kerry into the All-Ireland Final. I was minded to think back of 2001, Ger, when Pory Joyce scored, I think, 10 points against Meath. And lo and behold, he delivers us to the Promised Land for the first time, 21 years later, when Galway apparently were going to dominate Gaelic football um, for years to come at that time and haven't been to an All-Ireland Final since and didn't win a game in Crow Park for, I think, 16 years. And... Uh, There was a lot of a feeling of uh, pride in Crowe Park on Saturday to see all these Galway jerseys. um, And I think Galway turned up in reasonable numbers. I mean, it's been a busy time if you're at the Armagh game, the Limerick game, then back up for the Derry game. And Porrick Joyce to have led them, considering the legend that he was, a Gaelic footballer, and what a beautiful footballer, and to bring them back to a sort of more traditional style, married with a defensive style that the modern game necessitates, um, has been quite remarkable to watch. Um, Probably haven't gotten a terribly bad draw. It got through Connacht, then Armagh and Derry. You wonder how strong Ulster football is at the moment. They avoid the big dogs, which has given them a realistic chance. Carrier there, I think it was a performance you could pick some holes in yesterday. Um... They kind of fell apart. I think physically they were shot in the second half, which is maybe understandable.
2: Owen Sheehan took today off for fear that the second half might happen yesterday the way it did. But I wish I could publish the stream of messages that were coming through and, you know, how how downcast they were as the the Dublin comeback happened. But then they get out of jail and maybe they forget it all. And maybe that's all you need. The one thing that did strike me about Galway, Galway were the first team to win through the back door. Are they going to be the first team to win having come through a penalty shootout as well? Mm. It's right there for them. It's
0: right there. We're going to talk more detail about this. I think they have a very solid chance. I really do. Right. OK. So there in the green. Who else is in the green? Uh, so Galloway and Kerry and then Irish Rugby, who um, I think there was a game on Saturday morning. There was. There was. We're going to talk about that right now. That is this week's
2: Gillette Labs Performance Rankings. Alan Quillen standing by. We'll talk to him next.
1: Oh. OTBAN's Performance
2: Rankings with
1: Gillette.